Hi, this is Susan Holmes McKagan, and you're listening to Appetite for Distortion with Brando. You know where you are. For distortion. And welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode 191. It is Brando, another one of these sub series, Feel Feel My Quarantine. It, it feels like you're just living in Groundhog Day every day. It's the same thing over and over. Well, actually, I mean, I may shower every other day, so maybe that's TMI. Uh, <laughs> but what I what, what makes today different, and thankfully for everybody who listens to the podcast who gives me uh, a break in the monotony of, of doing nothing, is getting to interview really special people. And I'm, I'm just really humbled that today we have a repeat guest on, uh, Susan Holmes McKagan is back on the show and first of all just before we get into anything we can say thank you for coming on again oh well hi everyone and thanks brandon for having me back it's always a pleasure to hear your voice and it's great to be here and yeah i hope everyone's staying safe and still getting the rock and roll on too <laughs> you know I'm, I'm thinking the theme of this uh, looking at everything through guns and rose colored glasses for you know my one of my cheesy <laughs> my cheesy phrases I try connecting all my 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 past guests and, and listeners all through whatever the six degrees of GNR bacon that it is and now we're all being connected uh, unfortunately through this uh, quarantine through this uh, worldwide pandemic I really can't sugarcoat it so um, in my head, I'm thinking like, yeah, it's kind of the same thing every day, but I still, I'm lucky to find myself very busy. Um, mm. And I, if I'm busy, there's no doubt in my mind that you're busy. So uh, I know everyone's home, but thank you for yeah. squeezing me into your, your no doubt busy schedule regardless. Uh, of course. Uh, it's always nice talking to you and, and uh, yeah, it's nice to connect and, and uh here you're doing all right, especially there on the East Coast. I know it's came a little later, the wave, the pandemic, and it's uh, tough. I mean, our daughter May is going to school back east in New York in the city. And okay. we were worried, but luckily she, you know, got back home safe and sound here to be together with us. Uh-huh. You know, so the whole family's together. So glass half full there, right? We are definitely spending a lot more time together. <laughs> And I, I don't, well, I guess that's the, the where to start out. Um, how are you all doing? You're all home. You're all safe. You update your, your Instagram, but that's only yeah, one side of the uh, story. So, like, how are you sure, all doing, sure. actually? Well, thanks. Yeah, we're all doing great. Um, everyone's healthy, and we're trying to kind of keep some sort of routine. Um, generally, I don't know, we wake up and much later, we go to bed much later. I don't know if you're doing the same, but. I was doing that, and okay. then I don't know how. I, I guess since I'm now I'm like spending more time with my girlfriend, and it's because we uh-huh. were on different schedules. Now I, I find myself getting tired when she does, so I have like a normal 
go yeah. this might be the first time ever we've gone to sleep at the same time and woke up at the same time so i don't oh, know what she's okay, doing to me yeah normally so, i'm a night owl but something's something's going on but i still okay. don't know what day it is when i wake up if that means anything yeah i yeah i completely messed up the other day we were supposed to go to our uh, a friend of ours um birthday you know like a uh, drive social distance drive by like, Hey, happy birthday, sure. Hong Kong, you know, yes. <laughs> we love you. And we drove all the way out there, Malibu, is, you know, bit of a ways away. And, um, we're heading there and their gates shut and we're like, God, that's weird. you'd think their gate would be open so we could have easier access, et cetera. And then reading my text invite and it says this time, Saturday on the 30th and Grace was sitting in the back seat of the car and she's like, mom, it's the 25th today. <laughs> <laughs> so we drove out on the wrong day. So we were just cracking up, but you just went for a it nice turned drive. out okay. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure it was on purpose. <laughs> it was hilarious though. Cause you just feel like, I don't know how you feel, but I feel just like you said, like groundhog day every day. I just, you know, just all turns into one long day in a weird roundabout way. You, not in a negative sense, but it's no, sure. odd and different, you know? Well, I, I've joked around, and I, I'm like an introvert, so I've been preparing for this my entire life. So I'm okay. Oh, okay. But then I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm kind of a homebody when I'm not touring with Guns N' Roses. I love my time, my downtime at home. Yeah, for sure. You well, know, I've kind of luckily created a, a whole way I can do most, almost everything from home, you know, business, emailing and writing, of course, and then working out. We have a home gym and a yard. I have a whole yard workout routine. And then, you know, our dogs are here, (laughs) you know, walking them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm almost worried for all the dogs out there when this is done. Are they going to be like, what happened? What happened? Wait. I know. <laughs> Where'd everyone go? And, yeah. And my cats are like, you guys are home too much. Get out of here. We need our time. Oh, yeah. Cats are different like that. That's funny. And this is their territory. They're very territorial, right? This yeah. Piece. <laughs> no, well, they're not getting well, away with it. I, I, I find them wherever they are. Um, but I find that, yeah. that curious because, I mean, I know you go out on, on tour with, with Duff, but you... You always yeah. seem to be out on the road for your career, obviously with the, the book True. tour that happened yep. this year, but with modeling and working mm-hmm. with your daughters and their career. So you're yep. not going stir crazy being at home. Are you got, since you, I know you all love each other, but is yeah. there any sort of moments where like, Oh, I've had enough. I got to get out of here. Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> like anyone, it's it just, yeah, you get cabin fever, I guess. And you know, you just, it's odd. Like when we did get to see our friends, or go on a social distance walk, like not being able to hug them or, you know, just feels a little off, but you know, you have to do it because the longer that we all like abide by this staying apart and respecting what we're supposed to do, no matter how tough it is, like that's the only thing that's going to get us so that we can all go out and enjoy concerts again and see Guns N' Roses again. And, you know, do all our work and see our relatives and uh, go back to our normal freedoms. Sure. Then how are you staying busy then? Because, I mean, it's... it's, Me? Oh, gosh. Okay, well, you know me. I'm a jack of all trades. I have, like, a zillion things always going on at the same time. I'm, like, 
stuff calls me the Renaissance woman because <laughs> I wear many hats, you know, besides, you know, being a wife and been cooking a lot, of course, homemade meals more than ever sure. and baking even. And, um, let's see, um, usually I wake up and, you know, get the dogs their breakfast and get the coffee. We make really strong coffee. We put, um, the strongest espresso we can find on the planet and put that in like a, a, a coffee machine, not an espresso machine. So we fill the whole coffee machine <laughs> with this espresso. So we're basically drinking a whole cup of really concentrated espresso. As legal as you can make it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's basically Duff's crack coffee. We call it around here. <laughs> um, because we all know he's sober, of but course. he loves his caffeine and um, and a Seattleite, you know. So you gotta love your coffee if you're from Seattle, um, and make it a particular way. So after that, then you know I'm answering emails and looking at my social media, which you know is a big part of our branding and work stuff. So you can always keep up on all the latest stuff on my Instagram and Twitter because I try and be good on there. And I love to like, I've been calling people on Instagram. Even you can, I don't know if you know this or listeners know this. You can, there's a, on the DM part of Instagram, you can, um, leave a voicemail oh, to someone. That is news to me. I so know that. people love that. I've been like, even Duff and I have been reaching out to our fans in Italy or like where the pandemic's been particularly hit extra hard or they're even more confined. So we'll just like wake up on coffee and we'll leave a like, Hey, it's Duff and Susan. We're just checking in. I hope you're staying all right. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for following us. <laughs> yeah. So it's really cute how people get really excited and they're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this did that thanks so much no, that is we're great. okay over here i hope you guys are too so it's just really kind of fun and cute <laughs> a little surprise to our fans and then um yeah and then of course trying to work out and then um we have these really cool peloton bikes you know those indoor oh yeah schools. the one that had the the commercial go viral uh last exactly because <laughs> she was like some beautiful woman that needed to work out for some reason yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but um, I'm sure they're good products anyway. They actually are. Well, Guns N' Roses, they use their songs and some of it. So oh. they sent us some bikes. Oh, nice. I mean, also, they got paid a lot more, but as a nice gesture on top of that. So, nice. um, okay. so we've really been enjoying that. And then I love there's a feature on there that you can click and you don't use the classes. You can just pick out where you want to, um, bike ride. And it's scenic from like a coastal line to like, Oh, I'm biking around Paris today. Or so you can just play your tunes and feel like you went on a little mini holiday somewhere. That's a good way to escape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's really relaxing and you get your sweat on. Um, but of course they're doing home workouts and I have a lot of, People always writing me on Instagram and Twitter because I have a shape. I'm on the cover of a shape magazine. I saw. Congratulations. This month um, overseas. So I worked out so hard for that for many, many months and trained my butt off. I do not look like that exactly today. So for <laughs> all of you 
feeling guilty for not working out. I don't think anyone looks as insanely, you know, no. in their moment as we went going into this, right? There's no possible way. Is is Duff and, and tell him, let me know, I want your opinion. Is he growing a quarantine beard? He can he grow a beard? He he got a little <laughs> five o'clock shadow going. I okay. guess is that what you call it, where it's kind of grisly, yeah, scruff, scruff, scruff. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, he here's a good factoid. I don't think Duff can grow a full beard. Like some men, they can't do the full beard, beard, right? Just because of how your hair is or something. Yeah, sometimes. I, I mean, I've 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 been blessed on my face, not so much on the top of my head. And I know Duff has been blessed with a nice head of hair. Oh my god, he has like too much hair. He's like <laughs> he's the guy. He's like how old is stuff? He's like fifth, you know, young fifties, and he has to like. I'll go with him when he gets his hair cut, and they're like, he's like, can you just thin it out? There's too much hair. And I'm like, wow, oy vey. Good for him. Yeah, it must well, be nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> now is the time to grow a beard. If it looks bad, no one's gonna see you. You know. Yeah. Well, he was saying today that he wanted to um, maybe do like a buzz cut, like a Peaky Blinders uh-huh. haircut. Kind of, you know, because you were watching the news, the morning news, and there was a hair, Jonathan Anton, this hair, hair guy is on there, famous hair guy, and he was saying, okay, this is how you do it. You get the clippers, and you put the blade, the third, the number four blade first, then shave up, then the number three blade, number two blade, number one blade, going back, 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 and then on top, you do the number eight blade. So, Jeff's like, can you? do that for me it's like i don't know he might break a lot of hearts by cutting his hair but i know it's my son it's like it's like your trademark your look i mean you're like you have this like beautiful tousled golden hair (laughs) moment going on at all times it's funny before i i forget when i spoke to you last uh i wasn't dating my current girlfriend then she is she did not see has never seen guns and roses until uh this past october when we went down to it was my first time in austin texas we went to austin city limits oh fun that was such a great show which one did you go to weekend one or we went to weekend two so the the, it was the cooler weekend yeah i think the temperature literally dropped like 20 degrees from the weekend one to weekend i know it was my first time in texas and i brought all these you know gnr tank tops and i'm just glad i, I brought my my gnr live sweatshirt because it was cold yeah. every day i'm like it's supposed to it be was, hot in texas but well the first weekend it was like ex- exorbitantly hot it was i think 100 yeah the that's what i was told <laughs> weekend two was i think in the 60s or so i don't know what i would have wanted maybe it was even more <laughs> 40 uh, yeah I guess that's a 40 degree drop. I figure out my math here. <laughs> no, it's all right. It was, it was still, again, it was cold, not what you expected. But as we're, because she's a, and I don't hold it against her, she's a huge Dave Matthews fan. So she's okay. Seen him like Another 40. Seattleite, by the way. Exactly. So I don't know seen if you. him on occasion. Oh, uh, are you. Seattle. Yeah. Have you he had lives him? not too far from our house there. <laughs> okay. Are you got, yeah. I have to now ask on, on her behalf. Are you friendly with uh, Dave Matthews? Has Duff and Dave ever talked I'm about sure doing something? Duff and him, I, I think, have crossed paths a time or two. I myself haven't, but I know we belong to the same beach club there. They have beach clubs in Seattle, okay. believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> it's cute. It's where a lot of families nice. gather, and it's really sweet. So it's basically a lake. Okay. But they have sand and you play volleyball or 
go swimming or paddle boarding or kayaking and just kind of congregate with other families and chill out. Nice. It's really nice vibe, positive vibes. (laughs) Well, my, my point being as you know, GNR starts their set and, uh, Shauna goes, which one is the hot one? Who's the hot one? And (laughs) I I just knew who she was talking about. No, it's no Mm -hmm. sight to anybody else. Uh, A bunch of good looking dudes and, uh, you know, pretty lady up there. But (laughs) I was like, that's that's Duff. That's Duff McKagan. Yeah, right answer. Thank and, uh, you. And she's like, oh, wow. He's, she's like, I'm sorry, babe, but he's he's really hot. I said, yeah. well, you should see his uh, wife. He is hot. <laughs> I concur. It's okay. I, know. I like that. I mean, he works out hard. Trust me. He trains like a mofo. Yeah. So it's, He's a machine, so it's not handed to him. He, <laughs> well, he trains I'm, like I'm sure. an athlete for real. Yeah. I'm sure. And um, consistently. Yeah. With all that uh, being said, how are you staying busy creatively, though? Because, of course, oh, you know, we're, okay. we're going to talk about the it was just recently the one year anniversary of of your book, The Velvet Rose, which had just come out last time that we, we spoke. Yeah. So it was about a year ago. Yeah. Just a little teensy over a year ago today. So, yeah, the hardcover has been released. And now I I get to brag and say well, first of all, I want to say thank you to anyone and everyone who took the time and bought the book and has enjoyed it. It really makes me just feel so grateful because, you know, when you do a project like that and it's a new endeavor for me, I've done, you know, I've written for the Huffington Post a lot and done interviews and written for museums and stuff, but writing a novel is a whole other very intense laborious endeavor i mean it took all in all nine years yeah, to complete so you know i'm really proud of it and duff is too and and then cut to so now it's a, a bestseller um it sold out on amazon and barnes and noble in one day wow yeah they, they ran out of stock so i was worried because i was doing that big press tour and then that you know well it's hot on the press you know they're gonna run out and then you know I don't know. So, I'm glad I got mine on Audible. Yeah, and now it's available on as an audiobook on Audible. So anyone in the world can listen to it. And right now there's like a free 30-day trial. Yeah, there is. So, you know, if you're bored or if you haven't checked it out yet, it's kind of a cool thing to do. And then I love to listen to audiobooks when I'm driving around. Like I'll go on a long drive. I don't know. Sure. I do – well, as you mentioned, you said you're doing a lot of cooking – uh, my girlfriend's yeah. doing that, which translates uh-huh. to me doing a lot of dishes. So while I'm doing the oh, dishes. Oh, yeah, you and Duff are the dishes ones. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You're a good man. Okay, good. <laughs> that's awesome. like, this is a rock and roll channel, I can say it. I was like, that's like the equivalent to a woman when a man's like, I'm going to clean up. Oh, I'm going to do the dishes. That's like porn for us. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We're like, oh, my God, baby, I love you. You're turning me on so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're doing well. I was like, you, you cook. Thank you. I'll, I'll do the dishes. I got it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. The, that's, that's when I would listen I to. I had a whole rock and roll humor in there because you did, right? <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's great. Yeah, it's a big turn on to women. No? Any female listeners out there we don't mind if you guys do the dishes right it's no, cool with us duly noted no <laughs> i couldn't believe it to be honest with you uh i refilled the the cat dry food and she looked at me like i was like fabio on top of like you know with my the wind blowing through my my non-existent hair you know 
Yeah. <laughs> it's any little thing. But um, yeah. Yeah. So how are you? And because I want to, of course, talk about some because we got some questions. So my creative, you asked what am my Yeah. Creative? So how because I'm thankfully at least, you know, I don't have my proper normal setup to do this podcast, but I can do it and I'm on social media so I can be creative while stuck at home. How yeah. are you, how are you okay, well, p- feeding that asking. part of your brain? I am being creative. Um, well, I actually have a new book. I have a, um, uh, I was approached by a French publishing house that does a lot of really, um, really incredible, um, like high end artistic books. They just did the, um, Chanel Asseline series that's in all the Chanel stores and they approached my agency in New York at Iconic Focus, um, I, modeling agents there and said, Hey, we'd be interested in doing a book on Susan and a lot of her, um, archives, her modeling archives. And also, you know, she could add some behind the scenes stuff, you know, when she's out on tour with Duff and, um, you know, if the girls, you know, if their kids want to have, you know, some pictures in it, of course, we'd love to have them too. So I'm sort of been, um, compiling, um, images for that upcoming book, Oh wow! which okay. everything's been put on hold because of this pandemic, of course, right. because that deadline was supposed to, ha- well, first and foremost, I, the next wave of the velvet rose, uh, my novel, the paperback was due for release this summer. So that's been pushed back. And then the next book, which doesn't have a title yet, the, the it's more of a photo book and journal. Uh, was due to be completed in October, but everything's been pushed back now. So I'm just um, working on um, culminating images for that photo book that will be coming out next after the paperback release of The Velvet Rose. Okay. So that's, it's been, um, it takes time, you know, like, because we have, a, you know, we have a lot of images <laughs> over the years. <laughs> And I can't even imagine. I want to put stuff in there nobody's ever seen before, and and then I'll be writing a sentence about each image. Um, so it'll be a really cool uh, uh, book. But I really want. I wanted to say on here when the Guns N' Roses tour does happen again, I really look forward to like. It's always fun to go out on the road, and when the fans are there, they they love to go. You know to the venue earlier out by the hotels or whatnot and say hello. So I can't wait when I'm on tour again, I'm going to come back out with Duff. And if you have a velvet rose book, I'd love to like see what you thought about it and sign it for you. And, um, and it just means a lot, not, not because of an ego boost, but for instance, right now, a portion of the proceeds of the book, are going to Music Cares, yes. which is a really excellent cause. And they're helping anyone battling the COVID-19, the coronavirus. So it is for a really good cause, too. So it's kind of my way of being able to give back with my brand and product and help. And then, of course, Steph and I have been donating to the food banks in uh, Los Angeles and also Seattle. And then we just donated a 1000 Mass to uh, hospital, the frontline workers. Awesome. So, you know, it's important to do your creative stuff, but it's, you know, it's also extremely important to give back and and figure out how that works. So, well, that's always yeah. been a part of who you are. Talking because uh, you've 
talking to you last time, you were talking about your, your work with the Special Olympics. So this is still your, your oh, outlet. Right. Yeah. yeah, I love the Special Olympics, too. That's a really near and dear one to our heart. Also, we're ambassadors. And, um, yeah, I know. There, it's hard to choose. There's a lot of really good ones, you know. And um, I don't know. I mean, for sure right now, I guess for us, yeah, helping the frontline all these awesome, you know, nurses. I mean, our nephew um, works with the frontline at Harborview Hospital in Seattle, and he works, like, translating Spanish to English. Um, anyone needing help there? And then our niece also works at that hospital, too. Mm-hmm. So we know, we hear, you know, I don't know if you have any family or friends that are working, like, directly, and it's just so... God, it's so heroic what these people are doing, isn't it? My gosh, it's um, it, it's it's a scary time, and we're we're very lucky that these people are are there to to help us. And actually, this ties in what we're talking about into some some fan questions because a couple episodes ago, sometimes I will uh-huh. interview a listener and get their their G and R story. So a couple episodes ago, I had Doctor Nicole Talbot, uh, and Doctor Talbot's from. From Texas, and so she's on the front lines, mm. and I wanted to get her wow. her perspective on everything. Uh, but before I get to her um, question, I'm assuming that means you and Duff have real masks now, because I, I got a kick out. We all got a kick out of your social media post where you guys look like Bonnie and Clyde <laughs> with the the bandanas. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, he, I have pink um, latex gloves for us, so Duff rocks his pink gloves with us. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> okay. Nice. And then we have, because we helped, uh, we purchased um, a thousand masks from Chrome Hearts, which is a brand, you know, Chrome Hearts, their clothing uh, company. And they're making, they have um, from the California governor's uh, approval for the, because, you know, a lot of people are making these masks and that's so nice and that's wonderful. But for certain at the hospitals, they have to be a certain particular thing, you right. know, like you know they have certain filters on it. It's yeah, not, yeah it's not, exactly. So they were able to access to make those ones. So we were in, cause we were scrambling. I was writing to people, you know, overseas that weren't as affected yet with this pandemic, Hey, do you, can I, do you know anyone at factories there? And then I can pay to have them made and shipped so I can donate them here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, to cut to the chase. So luckily Chrome hearts was able to do that. And so, um, now we're wearing those masks, of course. <laughs> so right, we, we right. have a few for us, but I mean the bulk sure. you know, um, for them, but, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely abiding, uh, by the social distancing thing, we're taking it really serious, and then it just really steams us when we see people on the news that are just being idiots, and you know, because it just God, we've gone this far and this long, and it would be a shame to have it all go back again, I you know, know just because you want to go well, hang well, out with your buddies and party or something. I don't know. It's just insulting. It, it, to it's humanity. not worth it yet. It's just yeah. like they're, they're, in my opinion, you know, and and uh, you know, I'm not going to force my opinion on anybody, but it's it's gotta you gotta have a vaccine first because it could right. ju- it can just happen because yeah. again, it's it's not just you. And if you want to uh-huh. risk you getting sick, 
It's the fact that you may have it and could get somebody else sick. So yeah. it's, it's, it's thinking about what our governor here in New York says. It's not about me. It's about we. So that's kind of how I Right. I feel. Yeah. He's, he's done a great job, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, yeah, too. Yeah. And our governor, too, in Seattle, uh, as well as California, I think they've done outstanding jobs. It's not easy because you have a lot of pressure from different paradigms on this pandemic. Sure. Thing. Then, uh, then let me ask, how were you in... At Viva, uh, the Mexico show, the last GNR show. Oh, the Mexico City. I, I didn't go to that. Okay. I, um, I know that was. Were you worried? Because <sighs> they were taking temperatures of people coming in, and yeah, I guess it wasn't. A, so you were worried. I I wasn't worried. It was right at the very beginning, and I don't think anyone really knew what we were looking at. Do you know? It was still. Very new. And um, basically, they all, the Axel, Slash, and Duff flew together on a small private plane for that particular show to be respectful of keeping distance. But I know that when they got to Mexico City, like Mexico City was like, Oh, you just came in from America? Oh, here, you know, stand back. And we need to take your temperatures. And, like, they were already on it and really good. Okay. Mexico. So, you know, it's kind of cool and interesting to hear that. And and then when they returned from Mexico, of course, everyone went, you know, directly into quarantining mode and careful and respectful of this. And then... It's just a bummer because, you know, they GNR rehearse and they, you know, they take their shows tremendously seriously and that's why they've been so successful. I mean, they're one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. Were yeah. and still are. They're one of only, I think, five that can sell out stadiums still I, today. Absolutely. And absolutely. there's a reason for that. Not just because yeah. The songs, but because they show up and they deliver, and then some, and people walk away. It's just like, holy crap, that was the most insanely killer rock show I've ever witnessed or heard in my life. So, um, yeah, my, so my girlfriend will see them again, and we were planning on seeing them again. It hasn't been officially canceled yet, but July at uh, MetLife Stadium with the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, yeah. So, I know. I'm so looking forward to that show. I, I, if it happens, I, knock on wood, you know, but day yeah. by day. So I can, I can. I know eventually it. all the shows, you know, I'm, I'm sure will happen. happen. It's like I talked to my girlfriend today. She's like, yeah, 2020 is just canceled. <laughs> <laughs> like the whole year, like everyone's it. canceled. I was like, oh. But um, nobody knows, you know, for sure. Like you said, we have to get this vaccine. And then, you know. The elephant in the room, of course, is not only the virus, but like the crippling effect that, you know, it's on our economy. So, yeah, too. So, you know, it's understandable that people might not be in a position to run out and, you know, pay for tickets to a rock show over another thing that's a little bit more necessary understandably so even if they lowered their ticket prices etc it's just you know it's all a trickle down effect of so many other things and then of course the stigma of like okay you're allowed to go in a crowded place but will people want to (laughs) you know i know 
It's 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 going to be a, much, a case by case. Know? I know. I don't even know. I think I would risk it. I guess. But even now, I'm just saying that today. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to feel tomorrow, or you know, come to lie about it. But it's it's scary. Yeah, I think just you know, I'm. It will pass as all of these things do, and it will be fine again. Um. You know, I mean, Duff and I were saying, God, we've toured through Zika virus, like, <laughs> in the heart of it. We've, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, I mean, you got to remember the early GNR days. They were there when the, um, what's that, that, that um, the, the war broke out. <laughs> I mean, there's been all kinds of. I well, mean, the Gulf the War? First, that, that war? Uh, well, I remember in modeling, I had to fly. I lived in Paris at the time, and I had a job in Mexico did a cover for Spanish folk and and I remember my modeling agents were like, oh, just fly in Swiss Air, it'll be fine. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know, life moves on and we figure stuff out and all will be okay. It just takes time, as we all know. But I mean, is this our, I mean, we've never really been through this particular circumstance, no. but we have like, I think the coup happened when GNR were there in South America in the 90s. There's some, something happened, and then, yeah, and then they were in the Zika virus on this last run, you know. And there's been a lot of stuff. Yes, there um, has. And and that's to tie everything together, you know, what what certain events, it could seem like it's being made up. Like, it could seem like it's like we're, we're living in a book right now. Right, like, right. A dystopian sci-fi and Black Mirror episode. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. I know your your book is is a kind of a mix of true stories and things mm-hmm. that we don't know if they happened. That's my that's my way that's of forcing the of it. segue. You try and figure out stuff, sort of. All right. So that's actually to bring it back. That's what Dr. Talbot was was saying. She really enjoyed your book and the Aww, uh, the, the really? behind the scenes so van life and interaction were very realistic. And she was trying uh-huh. to figure out which ones actually happened to her. So have you gotten a lot of that still? Are you? Are there friends of yours that come up to you and you're like, eh, I don't want to tell you. you you'll have oh, to guess. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think right now people love the book because it's a feel-good book. You know, it's kind of like comedic. I mean, it definitely has a nod towards Spinal Tap where these – characters are like coming of age and they're on the cusp of super rock and roll superstardom and so you're following them behind the scenes and like all just kind of the bumbling mistakes <laughs> they make that are just i mean fact is stranger than fiction sometimes right. so or most of the times so you know and and truth be told i've been married to duff over two decades i mean i've been with him since 1996. So I've been with him through a lot. Since my I, bar mitzvah. I was bar mitzvah oh, in 1996. wow. Okay. <laughs> to put it in cool. perspective. <laughs> yeah. Long ass time, basically. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of um, living, you know, being there and being immersed in that environment. How can you not have stories and, and, funny stuff to dispel. Sure. And I like that it leads to the imagination of like, did, was this what really happened? Is this just hyperbole? But if I can Mm. ask you, and and these aren't anything uh, like serious, if they really happened or not Uh, at the beginning, Scarlett talks about, and and we all do, we all dream about the, the person we're going to grow up in 
and marry, you know, your first childhood crush, because Scarlett mentions that one of her dreams was to marry a rock star. You know, for me, growing up, I wanted to marry Topanga from Boy Meets World. Uh, did you have, like, an early, when you were young, you know? Yeah. Uh, did you have, uh, like, your, who was your first celebrity crush or, or rock star crush? Okay, uh, so posters on my wall back when I was a kid kind of thing. Does that count? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I had a poster of Billy Idol. Okay. Because <laughs> I think he had a poster in his... Um, in his album, right? And it was it. I don't know which one it was, but when we bought records, I still buy records, but when we nice. really bought records, right? <laughs> um, it included a poster, and it was a really cool poster. And then I also had a poster of Terry Nunn from Berlin, Berlin on my wall. Okay. She's so cool. I just thought she was just really inspiring, and I loved their music, and I had every lyric memorized <laughs> you know um but those were probably my earliest memories of like rock and roll fandom okay per se <laughs> all right yeah um another thing that's mentioned and i th- i think i think it's true uh because as scarlet and, and and they're having a conversation uh, they mentioned like they're t- you're, t- you're mentioning all the things that you connected over, and one of them was okay. was listed was Jeff Buckley. So, do you and Duff is that something that you both connect over in real life? If I can ask. Oh, for sure. That's a very very sentimental um, one for us because um, when we first met, um, as I mentioned, you know, over twenty years ago. Um, that was kind of like, you know, like you have your song. So Jeff Buckley, that whole record, Grace, the Grace record was our kind of our songs. And so much so we even named our daughter Grace right. after that album. Okay. <laughs> and um, our dog's name was Buckley. Nice. I, mean, I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, he's, you know very revered our our daughters love jeff buckley um you know and grace is out singing on with her band the pink slips and i mean i feel bad for her because she had a whole residency coming up Mm. in la at harvard and stone and then she's going out on a tour in the states and canada and mexico coming up and that had to get postponed but um well i mean you know music does that you know it's just that inexplicable like brings your emotions to connect and so jeff buckley definitely represented that and still does for us for duff and i and our family did either of you get a chance to meet him at all i never did um i don't you know that's a good question i have a feeling duff didn't you know because he passed away i mean we've met people in his band but we haven't met we hadn't met Jeff Buckley himself. Okay. I want to say. I know I haven't, but I, I feel like, my gut, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I have another question for you, and then I want to talk about because uh, I want to keep you here forever, but I do want to oh, talk okay. about some of the options uh, that Grace has in, in in Duff, or perhaps you, and how things are changing now in quarantine, or people putting out, um, you know, content. 
but this was a, I want to make sure I read this comment before I got it. This is from uh, Orla, and she says, Hi, Susan. Greetings from Ireland. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast and connecting with fans this way. I was in front row at Slane in 2017 and saw you at, side of, at the side of the stage. Uh, when Aww. I visited L.A. last year, I went to Book Soup on Sunset and got, their last, got the last signed copy of The Velvet Rose. Aw, thank you. <laughs> she asks, uh, do you plan to write uh, another book, which we did discuss? Um, yes, it's going to be a photo book. Right, Next. right. So yeah. I guess since it's but so it'll, different. It'll have, you know, it'll have insight on it, but it won't be as lengthy of reading, everyone. <laughs> well, tell me if it, if it applies since it is a different book. Because there there's, I guess, her uh, specific question is, what would you do differently in the writing and publishing process this oh, time okay. around? So is That's that... A- is that intelligent question? Yeah, thanks. So it, and thanks for buying the book and, and <laughs> going to the show. How killer was that show? The Slane Castle in Ireland show was epic. Uh, I see so videos epic. of it. I mean, I'm oh. I'm jealous. Yeah, I mean, it was just scenic. Like, it was just incredible. Anyways, um, the uh, so the new book we don't have a title yet, but um, it it's a photo book, but it will have a lot of archives um, and a lot of my modeling archives to some family stuff to, of course, some stuff with Duff and I never seen before photos. It will have, I'm writing, um, I've been asked by the publishing house, um, which is on uh, Glitterati is the publishers. They're a French publishing house and um, they, um, have asked me to write like a sentence or two underneath each image. So it'll be a really nice uh, kind of com- commemoration book, I think, for for Guns N' Roses fans, Velvet Revolver fans, Duff McKagan fans, my fans, you know, the McKagan fans, rock and rollers, mm-hmm. people who enjoy really incredible photography too because it's going to be um, compiled with some, uh, I mean... I'm blessed. I'm so lucky. I got to work with some of the most insanely incredible photographers like Irving Penn, Helmut Newton, you know, um, Stephen Meisel, um, you know, even uh, Kat Benzova from Guns N' Roses sure. takes some insanely great shots. Megan, Flash's girlfriend. Very Megan talented. takes some really cool stuff. So be sure to include some of her images. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll give our fans from our different worlds, you know, from the modeling to the guns and roses, the rock and roll to just people enjoy like cool fashiony rock and roll images and insight. And, and, and also it's celebrating Duff and I's love too, because <laughs> there's not a lot of those people who can say they've been, you know, with their best friend, soulmate partner, married, 20 plus years so it's kind of a celebration on that too no that that is so rare because i don't know if you heard the big news but jay cutler and christian cavallari they're divorced i (laughs) I mean that's crazy right i guess (laughs) i don't know i know gosh yeah it would be i mean i filmed i did a reality show married to rock i don't know if if you know or i do watched it at all it was out in 2010 on the e-channel and um so i have a little taste in my mouth of what that can be like and yeah it can it can put a a little pressure on a relationship (laughs) you know 
then you know, let me let me ask that, and I was going to combine it with my my thought before, and you know, as we were talking about Dave Matthews before, he's done a lot of things yeah. through you know performing through uh, online or um, yeah, have they sure. what was it the Elton John special they had a couple weeks ago, and how they're filming Saturday Night Live now. So is that something? A, is that something that maybe Grace would do or, or Duff might do and, and start putting out some sort of solo concerts out there that, you know, via Facebook Live or whatever? And yeah. have you also ever thought about doing, I think you, you guys don't want to be invaded that much, but like an Osborne's kind of McKagan's kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> so I guess there's two questions yeah, we, in that. we do get asked that all the time. Like, hey, um, how about you guys do an Osborne show, but we want to make it even funnier, you know, and that their pitch is appealing because we love the Osbournes, of course. I mean, like I said, you know, uh, Duff has his new radio show on Ozzy's Boneyard. Mm -hmm. I'm serious. And um, I have fun going on there doing my factoids with Sue with him. (laughs) (laughs) Next week I, I get to pick all the songs and talk about them. So it's a lot of fun. So we do have fun working together in snippets and it's kind of kind of cool i enjoyed it and he does too um but if it was 24 like 24 7 it would be too much yeah i think the challenge can lie in that music and tv shows is a really tough um thing to make happen really good (laughs) you know what i mean it can be done Mm -hmm. i'm not denying it but it's um two different mediums do you know what i mean have you ever noticed that like i feel like feature films work with music you know Mm -hmm. tremendously well you know you got the elton john biopic you've got you know um bohemian rhapsody almost famous you know all these killer on and on and on you know um movies but for some reason, with the medium of television, it's a slippery slope. So if, if it's done, it has to be done like just so because it can go really bad really fast. I'm trying to think. Are you talking reality-wise or if it's some sort of drama? Because the only one I can think of right now. Yeah, I guess, I, I guess I'm, I'm saying more reality-wise. You're right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, the only drama I can think of right now was the one with Dennis Leary a few years ago. I think it was called Drug, Sex, and Rock and Roll. I like oh, Dennis yeah, Leary. he's funny. Yeah, yeah he's I, mean, a good guy. I like him. He was okay. But yeah, as far as yeah. the reality shows, you're right. I mean, I love the Osbournes. I'm, I'm with you on that. I did yeah, like. For some reason, it really worked with them because they're hilarious. And like, I, know. I mean, Sharon's like the, you know, the <laughs> grand dam, like the queen of like rock and roll wives who inspire and, you know, this badass businesswoman and beautiful and humorous and. You know, and their whole family is super cool and talented. But um, and I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of the other VH1 show right now. It was with Sebastian Bach and Ted Nugent and uh, Scott oh. Ian. They named oh right Democracy. They called it okay. But, yeah, I don't know but, if I've seen that. But one. that was again. But years Sebastian's ago. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just put a microphone in front of that guy, and he'll just entertain you for sure for hours. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's. Cool to tie things back to uh, Duff's, you know, new rate. By the way, is this going to continue when it, I, it's going to be hard to continue that when we are back out and about? For, cause no, I, no, because we have fun. We can do it. We have it set up. So 
we uh, started it in Seattle. He has a studio there, a really cool studio. Um, and uh, um, so normally he films it there and with his nephew, our nephew, Dexter Charles. But And then I do this factoids with Sue thing. And then we've been doing it here in the pandemic at our L.A. home. Uh, we have like a basement here, believe it or not, in Los Angeles, right? Oh, wow. Kind of east coast of us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool. And then when we're on the road, when he's touring, you can do it just literally in our hotel room. Right. We have it set up a certain way. So it's it's portable and good. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's good at it. He's been asked to do his own radio show for years. And he's like, I don't know, this, that. And he's kind of digging it. It's kind of fun because we get to play um, a lot of... I mean, the show's called Three Courts and the Truth, so we get to play a lot of, like, hidden gems or, our, or like, Duff's favorite picks, which everyone wants to know, like, his cool record collection, you know? Yeah. Not just what they're, you know, pushing you to play, the same old 10 songs or whatever. I know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I've worked in terrestrial radio. I, I, I know. But that's what the numbers show. They want to hear Stairway to Heaven six times a day. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so... I don't know. So it's nice to have like a little detour, I think, sometimes on radio where an artist can showcase their of hidden course. gems that they dig. You well, know, it's kind of fun. If right? he needs any podcasting <laughs> advice or editing advice, you can send them my way. Oh, oh awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it'd be much appreciated. <laughs> so um, you, you've told us a lot about what is to expect. And I guess we can't announce anything because everything's on hold. So uh, I guess the right. best way to keep up to date with you is because you are active on Twitter. You are a- active on Instagram. So that's just the best way to keep up to date with all things. Uh, Susan Holmes. McKagan. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. I'm Susan Holmes McKagan. And on Twitter, it's at Sue Holmes McKagan because you can't fit the whole thing. My name's too ding dang long, but um, <laughs> yeah, I try and post daily and behind the scenes and funny or inspiring stuff or, you know, our latest, stuff going on and you know i will say gnr have been working fastidiously on some killer new stuff and i can't say much but i've heard bits and bobs and it's pretty pretty epic well i think you just saying that is going to make a lot of fans happy yeah so i I do want to spread good news but um not detailed news, <laughs> I guess. So no, no, to me, I hopefully they'll it, put a spring in some of your old stuff. <laughs> I look at it differently, you know. And if I can ask, because I thought it was a very interesting question, uh, one of my listeners posted. This is from Matt, and he, this is from Poland. And obviously, mm. you, you're you're great. I mean, you know, coming on my podcast not just once but twice, you're awesome. And these are always oh, what I do. Thanks for is, having me. <laughs> you're welcome. To, I mean, I, I'm honored. I, I, I mean, I'm honored. But it's interesting for me because, as I mentioned before, I've done terrestrial radio. I'm the I was you know the, the the doofus that talks between the Stones and Billy Squire for thirty seconds. But doing this GNR themed podcast can be interesting because I know there are a lot of broadcasters out there or or sites that want a certain headline or want a certain dirt, and that's just not my yeah. That's not my approach. But for you, who already you know, you had your own, you have your own aspirations. You are successful in your own right, not attached to Duff, but you're so. Thanks for commenting on that. (laughs) Well, it's true because you are successful despite, you know, including that. However, you know, you, you said it earlier where you really Mm -hmm. like when fans come up to you during the show or during shows 
Do that. I mean, it's one thing yeah, for them to come I up love, to you. We love our fans. I love our fans. Like I said, when we go on the next Guns N' Roses tour, we're going to make it a point, Duff and I, to go out and say hi to our fans. And I would love to, you know, say hey and see what you thought about the Velvet Rose and sign a book or take a pic or see what, I don't know, see what's going on in, the, in your lives. You but, know, it's fun to hear feedback of like, oh, my God, we're so excited. I hope you play this song or... I loved this character in your book, da, 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 you know? Okay. So. Cause I didn't know. And cause you just happened to just casually mention it, but if they go to you trying, cause it's not like you, you're Duff where you're making new Guns N' Roses music or you're planning the tour. Hey, when are you guys coming to this city? Hey, when is this happening? You know, is that ever, you know, is that ever, you seem too nice for that ever bother you, but does that oh. ever, <laughs> but does no, that ever make you, I mean, Hey, I'm, I'm just stoked people are talking about me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> you know, that's it's we're in 2020, and um, like I've taken classes, you know, over the years on hosting or you know being a good guest on a podcast or <laughs> TV show or news or whatever, and that's one of the rules you learn is. Your brand is not one dimensional. Your brand okay. is encompassing of many things and as it should be because your, your fans aren't one dimensional. Mm. They're not just, you know, you know, um, Joe, the electrician who, you know what I mean? Everyone has so many layers. Right. And so that is a big part of who I am is being married to Duff and being a mom to, you know, Grace and May and being a, a female author and being a model and being someone who's trying to still perfect a certain baking dish and failing, you know, like <laughs> there's so many layers and, you know, we're just all humans and, and I'm older. So I've lived a long time and done and seen a lot. So I, it's not like I'm, you know, 20 something, obviously. And well, you look it. <laughs> have just, you know, oh, to talk about you know i have a lot to talk about and, and and i've been blessed because i've been on so many of the um tours with duff not just with guns and roses but velvet revolver and loaded and jane's addiction and kings of chaos and camp freddy <laughs> like you know it's been many many years of like cool live shows that i've gotten to witness and be a part of and and you know, tag along <laughs> to, and you know, it's like one big rock and roll family, the fans. Speaking know. of which, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this. Um, it was with a heavy heart. We recently lost uh, Jimmy Webb. Yeah. And gosh, I was Jimmy. very fortunate to finally meet him last December. And he came in to the studio to do the podcast on Christmas Eve. Like he wanted to. You know, I, I don't care about Christmas Eve because I'm Jewish, so it doesn't matter. Right. But for, <laughs> yeah. he, he was so sweet and nice, and, and and I'm just so glad I had that moment. But for you and your family, you know, if, is it, I, it's I, was, I was so it's overwhelmed. Still I'm still in shock, you know. We just saw him. Luckily, we got to see him quite recently, like uh, end of February, because he had that um, handprint with Iggy Pop and Debbie Harry. Yeah. So it was like a Jimmy love fest. It was really a beautiful, fun, celebratory, not sad, 
gathering. Okay. You know, I mean, it was, it was so cool. Cause I mean, we were there with our daughters, um, you know, it wasn't just Iggy and Debbie. It was also, you know, Henry Rollins was there. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head who to name drop. There were so many like other cool, uh, notable punk rockers and um, journalists to, you know, just creative types, you know, New Yorkers. And um, but it was very exclusive at the same time, you know, because they shut the doors. And so it was only like, I think, 100 people out total. So it was just like a big cool Jimmy Webb love fest honorary party, you know, and I didn't know that was going to be the very last time. Cause he actually was coming around the bend and looking better. He, he looked physically better than he had in a while. Right. And he was just kind of glowing, like radiating, like sure. his eyes, you know, looked really, I don't know, just happy and healthy and clear. And, you know, he was sober. So imagine having to battle, mentally yeah. all that stuff and then in been the end, so much oh yeah and just physically it's like it's incomprehensible like what you're you're trying to stay sober but then that's why the those medication the drugs are invented to appease if you're going through like cancer cancer you know ex- excruciating pain so you know we were like just take them please <laughs> i mean that's you know don't know. do that you need to just take care of you because stress will kill you too <laughs> so um but i think he stayed strong he stayed sober and and i heard he went um quietly in his peace in his own bed and he, he apparently he had a smile on his face <laughs> Of course he did. You, I mean, it, of course he is. Jimmy Webb. If anyone would die that way, it would be him. Because he's mm. just always so happy and so joyous and just so sweet. Everyone loved Jimmy Webb. Well, I'm sorry for, I mean, uh, it's it's a lot of people's losses. I mean, there was an article in the, in the New York Times and Rolling Stone, but it's, he seemed to have a wonderful relationship with not just you and Duff, but with your daughter. So, you know, my condolences yeah. to your family. You know, I was lucky to meet him once, but I know he was very close to you and your family. So... I just wanted to get some thoughts on, Aww, on Jimmy Wall. You. I got you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah, it was really hard. Mm. I mean, for well, let's end on a positive. Especially po- our daughters too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Aww. Well, let's end on this positive uh, comment, and we can just wrap up with this. Sounds this is good. From, uh, Man- Manuela, uh, she writes: Susan is an inspiration to so many, Aww. not only for supporting her husband and children in their careers, but always shining in her own roles as a wife, mother, and entrepreneur extraordinaire she's just wow, amazing thank you please pass the <laughs> love from us to her Sorry, and her family that's it <laughs> she's just it's just that's what a lot of the comments were is just really yeah Aww. just you know i love her she's so, so sweet, sweet. <laughs> i have the best fans i'm very lucky i mean they inspire me it's a two-way street for sure because when you have you know really good-hearted people around you um it just it makes you try to be a better person, doesn't it? I don't know. It makes you want to like try and be inspiring or bounce back off of their positive energy for yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Susan, I mean, this has just been an hour of positivity, and I just can't thank you enough for 
for your time today. You know, congrats and everything. I, I, it sucks that we're all stuck at home because you would already have the hardcover book out now. You would already be in the process of the second book. But we have things to look forward to when we're finally Oh Yes, we do. We do. And I can't wait for one. But for now, everyone stay safe, stay home, and keep rocking. Awesome. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. Okay, take care. So that was crazy. That was great. Uh, I mean, yes, the conversation in itself, Susan, is awesome. I can't wait to see what her new book looks like, all the with the photographs and people that she's working with. You know, I hope she writes uh, another book after that because the Velvet Rose was was really cool. Uh, but she just casually mentioned that Guns N' Roses are working on new music, confirmed it, said it's epic. Just nonchalantly dropping some breaking news here. Well, I mean, is it completely breaking? Because Duff and Slash, they've hinted at it very strongly that they're in a good place. But has any the same thing with Richard Fortas? Even Dizzy Reed, has, I think, has said some uh, a very diplomatic response to it. But has it ever been confirmed like that? I'm not sure. So potentially breaking news. <laughs> Thanks, Susan. And she told me uh, off the air. She's like, she's like to Duff. She's like, what can I and what can't I say? <laughs> so that's why I didn't press her on any details. And honestly, that's enough for me now that they are working on something. I said this on social media a few days ago, so it's not like I'm saying this after the fact. I know Guns N' Roses are going to put out a new album. I just know it, and Susan confirmed it. I mean, Chinese democracy, all the jokes, all those years, it finally came out. Same thing is going to happen with this record. We'll see how it turns out, what it's going to look like, when it's going to come out, but just knowing that it is happening, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so thanks for hanging out again with me on this uh, awesome edition of the AFD show. Susan Holmes McKagan, a great guest, and just dropping some cool, cool stories in addition to some breaking news. So when will you see the next episode of Appetite for Distortion? Well, in the words of Axl Rose concerning Chinese democracy, and perhaps also this new record, I don't know if soon is the word, but you'll see it. security, I'm going home.